So I'm excited about having this conversation with you today and about this episode because we're going to talk about what it takes and what it means to embody masculine dominance. Hmm. That's sexy. And well, exactly. And that, that proves the whole point of, of the whole podcast really is what is sexy about dominance isn't just the dominant things that a man does. Right. It's the man that he is. Absolutely. And where I wanted to start with this really is the reason why we're recording this podcast today, which is by the time this hits people's ears, this course that we've been working on for men called Becoming a Dominant Man is going to be available. And this has been months in the making, and it's something we've done together. We'll share more about that later. But this course is something that I created because I saw so many men wanting to be dominant in their relationship, but completely lost as to how to make it feel real for themselves. And also how many women I saw hurt in a lot of ways by the lack of the actual inner embodied strength of the men who were trying to step into the role of dominant in a relationship. So I wanted to make something that gave men an opportunity or a path they could follow to do the deeper inner work that allows them to feel dominant rather than just do dominant things. And so what I want to talk about with you today here is really what, what that means to be dominant on the inside. And I think, well, I know people always love to hear your perspective and your reflections on these kind of things. So why is it that dominance as a character trait is so much more attractive than dominance as a, like a set of things, just the tasks, the rules, the, the stuff that you might, a man might do as a dominant. Why is it so much more attractive or sexy, as you said, to start this? You know what? It's not, turn-ons are not completely understandable. Let's be real. But I, what I experience in my body and this feel of like, it invokes something in me. I guess is how I would describe it. This awe, this like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that is so attractive because I am in my feminine. And when I'm experiencing that polar opposite, I feel the response and it is magnetizing. And for me, it's just like, it's, it's so hard to put into words. It's like reverence and adoration of the strength and 
greatness that is opposite me, I guess, in by nature. And that's the thing that I think a lot of men miss in what they're looking for out of wanting to be a dominant. Yeah. Because it is about being in charge. It's about being in control. It's about having our way. It's about being able to lead where we want to go and to have someone follow us. But it's not just about that. And this is what I think a lot of men miss. I know it's what I used to miss in my understanding of what dominance was. Because I thought that I would feel fulfilled by being the one who was in control. But I wasn't. Because what I was actually after, what I actually really needed, wasn't to be in control. It was the feeling of being followed. It was the feeling of like what I got back from you out of taking charge. So can you elaborate more on your own, I guess, realization of that difference? Because I know that you wanted this sort of relationship for a long time and never brought it up. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning of it, remember the statement of like you share sharing that it's like oh she said yes we wake up the next day and it's like oh um okay i i guess i don't really feel different mm -hmm. just because she is now my submissive right you put on that collar you agreed to follow me and now everything's still the same right the next day so it took me a while to start to sort out that the problem wasn't you. In the fact that what I was looking for, this feeling of, like, well, you said, like, reverence. Like, I, I get something out of when you look at me like you worship the ground that I walk on. And when I can tell that you feel that way about me, like, that does something to me. And that's what I was after. Like, that's what I really wanted. And, you know, for me, it was the process of getting even closer to you and opening myself up more that allowed me to start seeing that while I had been sitting over here pointing fingers, at least inside, at like you thinking you needed to be different in order for me to get, have my needs met, it was really me that needed to be different in order for me to have my needs met. Because you were saying, I'll follow you. And I was over here saying, no, but I want it to feel different. But the only way that it ever got to feel different was when I started, when I took ownership for meeting my own needs, for for having my life and this relationship be the way I wanted it to be. And that's where, you know, dominance had to go. F what it was in my mind before, it was like the way I talk about it, there's like this outer shell, right? This, this like the very outer fringes of what makes me dominant are the things that I, the ways that my dominance interacts with your submission. 
It's like when I tell you to do something and you do it. When I make plans for us and you follow those plans. You know, that's, that's the very outer shell. It's like where your submission is, is the outside edge of it and my dominance, the outside edge of it, it's where they touch. But this work of making it feel so real, so deep, so powerful for us isn't about getting the surface right, like where we touch. It's about who we've both had to become on the inside. Like our character, our, our spirit, our energy, our self-love, our belief in ourselves. Like, and that's really what is hard for men to look at because we think it's about what we do but it's really about who we are. And then we look at, well, how do I change that? Like, how do I improve that? It's way easier to say, like, I'm going to do this, these things. And every single guy who starts out in dominance and submission, I think, starts out trying to figure out the right contract. What are the rules? What are the rituals? What are the, like, the things I'm going to make her do? But anyone who gets any deeper than that has to start looking inward like I did. Just thinking about all of that, going back to the beginning of us, remembering how, like, I was pretty naive and ignorant to what this all meant, which really was beautiful <laughs> in its own way because... I remember saying to you, I'm not going to read about this from someone else. I want to follow you. And that was just this pure desire in me. And it did come from a place of trust and love. Um, deeply. And so you said, okay, like you didn't force me to do anything that I, that didn't feel right to me. And so I'd have to believe that that in itself was a reflection of like, oh, okay, like I actually have to figure this out and really tune into what you were seeking to experience on the inside versus having it be all about the tasks and the, I'm going to call it the superficial control, mm -hmm. like the very basic. Right. Because you weren't going to figure out how to act the part of a submissive to like pretend in some way or to fake it till you made it kind of energy with your submission. And so what that did from the very beginning was it, it meant this was either going to succeed or fail on my ability to lead it. And it was either going to work or not work. And, you know, coming back around to this, this course, one of the, one of the reasons that I made it and one of the, the things that's really important to me in it is the idea came from, as you know, one of the men in a men's group that I used to lead actually a couple of them 
and they told me that it would be really helpful to have a process to follow. Structure. Like, right. And one in particular said, yeah, like, um, like a step, a 12 step program for dominance. And I went, huh. And so that's what I started out with. I didn't actually intend for it to be 12 steps. It just turned out that I, that there were 12 when I really listed out and started looking back and reflecting back on those early days of what it was that I had to do and work through to become who I am now. But the, the first step in this process that I am teaching men in this course is take 100% responsibility for your life. And that is the essential first step to anything if it's going to be real. Because, I mean, my God, you, you've seen them, I've seen them, we've talked to so many submissive women who are hurt, who've been hurt or who continue to be hurt by men who are trying to act the role of dominant without embodying like an inner strength, without coming to it from a dominant character. Right. Well, and what has been beautiful to witness is when we've had some women come to us mainly to experience a dominant man, like needing to feel ex like what they experience in relation to you because they don't have it in their um, surroundings. And I... I firmly believe that this is possible for all any man who wants it. 100%. One, yeah, 100%. I believe that. And so it's been beautiful to witness some of these women experiencing you in that capacity and then like experiencing the shifts in in their beautiful journey and then all of a sudden like relationships start for them with a man that is what they are seeking. Mm -hmm. And so that's been really fun to just experience through this business together. It, it, when I say it, dominance, it really does have to be something that a man becomes. Coming back to that concept of the shell, right? Like there's the, there's always going to be the part in our dom sub dynamic where I'm leading and you're following. But what hurts people is when a man is dupe, is playing that game, who's out here trying to boss people around, but he's not solid inside. It's not coming from a place of inner alignment. It's not coming from a place of inner integrity. If he's, if he hasn't done his work, you know, putting up the air quotes, if he hasn't done his work, if he isn't solid in who he is and feeling an like a strong solid sense of confidence and trust in himself self-control like having his whims and his urges under control having his neediness under control if we don't dominate ourselves internally if we don't have the ability to be dominant over like if i can't do that over who i am and i'm out here telling you what to do I'm trying to control you from a place of inner weakness, which means I'm trying to get you to line your life up with what, with a, with an unhealthy version of my inner mess. 
And that's why dominance feels so different to a woman who is experiencing it from a man who hasn't done his own inner work. Because it, like, we've heard, you've said it, we've heard people say it, like, it just feels off, like, there's something not right. And that something that's not right is that the man who's taking charge isn't taking charge from a solid internal place. Right. So, like, it's your character as a man that matters. It's, it's who you are. It's who you become. And it's really about conquering your own weakness. Because then when you are, like, when I'm leading you now, compared to where I was at five years ago when we started this, I was not fully solid, aligned, and congruent in myself. I didn't have full integrity all the way through me, from my soul all the way outward to my actions. So, yes. And, you know, we can always look back with more clarity, right? Mm -hmm. And so, what was really interesting to me was being there with you while you recorded all of these videos, mm -hmm. sitting at your feet. We should probably pause there. Or we'll come back to that. Go ahead and finish. Go ahead. So, yes, this course, as I recorded it, I went through and made this step-by-step -step process for men that they can follow to, to work to embody their own inner strength. It's not telling you what to do as a man. It's telling you how to go inward and sort your own shit out so you can live feeling solid and strong and being dominant on the inside. And so I recorded this course the entire time that I recorded all of the content. I had you, my submissive, at my feet, kneeling or sitting or laying down at my feet, just being there with me, being present with me for every single moment of every video that people watch while they're in this course. They're only going to see me, but you are absolutely there and present in your energy and in your love for, for me in coming through me in every single thing that someone will witness in this. So being there with you in it and hearing all of this, I, w I just was like in awe of, for one, just everything that you put together your ability to just articulate it and share. And it felt like divine to me. And there were moments where I could have just cried because it, it just felt so beautiful in the experience together. But what it really showed me is what you had to go through. Because the man you are today, the man I experienced today, you already said this, you're different as than five years ago, as am I. But you didn't share all of the work that you were going through all this time. And you still don't intentionally, obviously. I don't need to know it, but I got, I got to experience just the pieces of what it takes in a whole new way. And it, it gave me kind of this even more adoration and reverence for you 
because I experienced you changing and growing over our time together, but I didn't know what it truly took because I'm not a man and I want to be. <laughs> I'm glad you don't. And so it, it gave me a peek into the perspective of what it truly takes, but also helped me realize that there were different times in our relationship where, you know, you grew, you essentially, the way you've said it before is you went first yep, and you grew in the ways that you were like, oh, okay, this is what I need to be in order to guide her. Right. And so you would grow and it allowed me to experience more of you, more dominance embodied. And that always opened up something in me. And then it was like, okay, I'm, I'm here. And now I'd be asking like, I need something more and I don't know what that is. And sometimes you just knew, you saw me being ready and you would grow. And it was like, you're here and I'm here and you're here and I'm here. And, you know, there, there's been times where we've heard other people kind of ask questions and talk about this, like, kind of this mentality of equality, like, oh, the submissive isn't less than, you know, the dominant isn't greater than. Well, I disagree in some, in some regard, only because we're meant to be opposites. And in this relationship, what I've experienced in you is, is you leading. And I'm following. And if you're leading, I can't be here. And so we don't need to talk about greater than and less than and whatever, but the dominance that you've had to continuously grow in and embody more of in order for me to have something to follow, that's surrender. I have to lean into you and I have to Maybe this is where the whole like leash thing, <laughs> I don't know, in the, in the kink world and all of that is like, yeah, I'm following you. And like more of these things start to make sense for me as I've connected to my own essence and nature that I believe is like, it's, it's a part of my soul. And I believe that the dominance is a part of your soul. And so for me, your leadership has only become bigger and greater and more embodied and more just all encompassing. And I've experienced what that has allowed me to be. And the more that you've been, the more that I've gotten to surrender just naturally. And every time I've wanted more out of you, it hasn't, come from me convincing you to do more no it's come from me growing into my own self-worth enough that i could tell you exactly what i expected of you and then give you a chance to meet it and that's the thing like self-worth self-confidence self-esteem these are things that 
I didn't naturally, I didn't feel, I knew those words and I tried to play the part of acting confident, but I didn't feel confident, especially not when it came to relationships. Like I didn't feel like I could just say, this is how life is going to go now. I had felt like I had to try to figure out what you were going to be okay with and then select from those options in what I would choose. Yep. And that never felt good to me. No. Even though I didn't know what was going on back then. But it comes back to this, like one of the beliefs I have about, about masculinity and about strength that doesn't necessarily win me a lot of, um, favors or approval from other men, but this idea that I don't believe that men are meant to sacrifice ourselves. There's so much of masculinity that's built around this idea that we're supposed to be sacrificial. We're supposed to just give ourselves away and work ourselves to the bone and throw ourselves to the wolves and empty ourselves for the sake of others. And empty is the key word there, because if you're empty, I'm not experiencing any aliveness in you either, which is the opposite of what we seek. And it is repelling, not attractive. But at the same time, I do believe that men are meant to be givers. Every man who loves his woman loves to give to her. I mean, I love to give to you, to take care of you, to give you pleasure, to like, just to give you a life that lets you feel loved and taken care of. Like, I, I fucking love it. There's nothing better to me than seeing you just feeling so loved by me. But that doesn't mean sacrificing myself to give you that. And that's, that's a part of this process of embodying a really solid inner dominance is I've got to take care of me first, not take care of you first. Yep. And I think that is so sexy. And I've come to the point where it's like, there's times where I want to be told no, because you're taking care of yourself. Like, it's just such a turn on. Like, you care that deeply. Because I know that when you take care of yourself in everything, there is more of you to give to me. And that's not a manipulation thing on my part. It's just a felt experience of the difference of you, you being empty versus you being full. And you want, like, you want to feel my love for you. You want to feel my desire for you. You want to feel my, like, you want, you want me to be present with you. Yes. And if I don't take care of me, I don't have anything to give to exactly. you. Exactly. And that's where you see men and everyone who listens to this, just pay attention the next time you're out in public and look at the faces of men who are just empty. They're just dead inside. These are men who have put themselves last their whole life. And what, where is the energy for that man to, I mean, forget feeling dominant. Where's the energy for him to even give a shit? Yeah, I've seen it. 
And so this is why, like, giving does not mean self-sacrifice. Giving means self-worth. It means valuing yourself highly enough to take care of yourself as a man, to take care of your body, to take care of your emotions, to take care of your mental state, to take care of your life, the things around you, to have some pride. Take care of yourself first, and then you, if you do that first, you'll always have more to give. And then the other piece of that is when you always have more to give, then the people around you are receiving from you. They're not just experiencing the shell. Like, well, this is what I was before. I was a shell of myself when I was just burned out, working a job I hated, like so far in debt that I felt just buried underground by it. And I could go on and on, I won't, but I felt like I was just empty inside. And I was trying to find a way to feel something. But because I'm so empty, you're not receiving anything from me that ignites or inspires any of this. What now I feel in you is this, you use the word reverence. I feel like you worship the ground I walk on. And that's not because you changed, it's because I changed. Yes. Absolutely. I like, I was just, as you were speaking about where you were before and where you are now, like part of me wasn't completely aware of what was going on. And again, like you didn't share about all of your um, internal experience, but you know, you did share about job and we talked about finances and, and that kind of thing. And I watched you shift. I experienced experienced you shift without even knowing everything that was going on. I, I knew very little. You shared with me what was important. And even in the what you shared of me, like looking back, I like I started to receive a different experience of you and it didn't go unnoticed. And even where I was back then, it inspired something in me. It, it just, it gave me a different perspective of you. It was like, I always admired you, but I didn't know how much more I could admire you. I didn't have that. I didn't have a comparison, right? And so, yeah, my whole experience of you embodying more dominance day by day dramatically shifted something internally in me. And I know that that is what has made my surrender possible to the extent that I experience it now. You used a word there that I talk a lot about in my work with men and with women. And that's this idea of inspiring something. Because if I expect something from you, I can expect an action. Mm -hmm. I can command you to do something. And, you know, that, that's the, that surface level, right? The, the superficial doesn't mean that it's not 
important and that it's meaningless. It's just, it's just the edge. It's not the whole thing. The, this like command and control, the command and obey piece of it is just like, it's the kindergarten version of what dominance and submission can be because like I said, I can command you to do something, but I can't command you to feel something. Mm -hmm. And it's how you feel about me that actually fulfills me. You know, men think that they want dominance because they want to get their way. What they really want is to have their strength, their value, their worth seen by someone else. They want to, it's a feeling that they're looking to experience their submissive feeling about him. That's what makes it fulfilling. And that's why this always ends up never feeling like it works for people when they just keep it at that basic level, because eventually they're like, I need more, but they try to do more of the same rather than going, you know, going inwards. And what this word inspires when when a man turns that back upon himself and decides I'm going to become the best version of me that I can be for myself, not for you, for me, then you can look at me and feel this, a sense of admiration, right? You can feel inspired. And I learned this one in a really shitty way. I was just going to ask you to go there. <laughs> like, I learned this in, in probably the, the most disgusting way I possibly could inside myself. And that was the feeling of sexual rejection from you. And this was way before we became Dom Sub, but this was one of the very early, um, impactful moments that made me start making that turn back inward and looking at how I need to be better. And that was, you know, we're laying in bed one night and I wanted to make love to you. And you were like, yeah, go ahead. I don't really want to, but I'll let you. I'm not sure I put those words to it, but I know that was the energy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I will own that. Yep. It was you know, you were going to allow me to use your body because you thought I needed it. Yep. And you didn't want, like, there's no part of you that actually wanted it. I didn't fear, feel the desire to have sex. Yep. And I remember laying there trying to convince you to want it, to want me. And something broke in my head. It was like this... What I realized was I was trying to convince you to feel something yeah. because I remembered not that many years before you felt a lot of that desire for me. I sure did. And now we're laying there and not only did you not feel it, I was like trying to talk you into feeling it. Yep. And yeah, something in my brain broke. I'm like, I can't talk you into wanting me wanting me is something you feel and you have to feel it and then i'm like so why doesn't she want me oh shit i'm overweight i'm 
like I'm empty, I'm drained out of, of all of the life that I had early in this relationship, the things that made you want me in the first place were fucking gone. Yeah. And I'm like, but now you're supposed, I'm like, oh, obligation. Like, and I like, I committed to myself then and there, like laying there in, in bed that night after the lights went off, like, I'm never again going to try to convince you to want me. I'm going to become the kind of man who is desirable. And going back to that experience for me, wow. <laughs> I, I, I'm not the same woman at all. I don't feel like I, I look back and I'm like, that really was me. Like, OMG. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a certain, what do I want to call it? There's certain truth to when you look at a husband and wife that the wife is somewhat of a display of the strength of the man. And so I was so in survival mode, very unconsciously living. Um, and now it, it's like, complete it's completely opposite and i had to grow in so many ways because i couldn't just go back to the person i was at the beginning of our relationship we had a lot of thick a lot of life had happened by that point and so as i started to work on like what does it mean to actually be a man who is desired by women because it's not just about getting my wife to want me it's about being the kind of man that a woman wants. I say this to men all the time, that she might be your wife, but she's a woman first. She's a woman before she was a mother. She's a woman before she is your wife. She's a woman. And so being desirable to your partner, having your partner want you, is the same thing that would make any other woman want you. And so I had to zoom out from this relationship and look at, like, what is it that would make me attractive to women? And then I tried, like, all of this fake it till you make it shit. <laughs> where I tried to force myself to get into better shape. And I tried to force myself to like, enjoy my soul-deadening job. And, like that none of it was real and that's like that was what continued to show me that if i wanted this experience of being desired i had to become more desirable authentically like i actually had to figure out who the fuck i was and start living with some integrity and start like overcoming my shit and doing the inner work. And that's another thing I wanted to come back to is this, I, this phrase doing the work, right? Yeah. I think, I think that to men doing the work sounds like something that's kind of, um, 
associated with guys who have man buns and wear linen clothes and um i don't know i'll come up with a couple more funny stereotypes and if you wear linen clothes and have a man bun that's cool but you know there's this there's this like almost soft softness that guys associate with doing the work like i have to go like cry to a therapist in order to do the work and a part of what i designed this course to be is a way for men to do the work in a way that connects you to your own authenticity because if you're doing this from a place of strength working through the things that keep you from feeling strong will make you feel stronger if you're doing this in a way that is authentic and everything about this whole course of becoming a dominant man is about how do you become dominant on the inside which means you've got to heal the things that make you that like you have to heal the pain inside and that pain is what keeps men from wanting to go inward because it's fucking scary in there so we stay out here we stay in our heads and we stay in the command and control and then our woman only experiences us like trying basically the part of us that's trying to cover up all of the the hurt that we carry around with us on the inside that we feel and she knows we feel it because that's why she that like that's why you couldn't feel an authentic sense of submission to me early in this dom sub dynamic was because i was not authentically strong i was trying to cover up my pain i was trying to take control of you when i didn't have control of myself and so i'm just motivated by all of this inner weakness and pain and when i did the work on that stuff and got over it not only am i stronger on the inside you feel me as being more solid having more integrity because i'm not trying like i'm not running around needy i actually don't need much of anything from you and that's what allows you to meet my needs yeah it's freedom for both of us you know just having you share all of that it reminded me of this conversation i had with a man i think this was probably close to a year ago just a random conversation and he was kind of sharing with me that he was divorced and had a couple children and he just still wasn't satisfied in life and if i remember kind of what he was saying it was like you know i go to the gym i have a good job um, it gives me some flexibility i do my meditation and he was listing off all these things that he does and he's like i'm still like ah like he wasn't happy and i didn't go deeper <laughs> into that conversation with him but it really does it did give me like um an outside source of what that has been like for men in general because he when you, when you brought up like the spirituality and the man bun and like there there's varying degrees of let's just call it spirituality and whatever this thing is is doing the work and and he was really aligned with some of those other things that he's 
he felt like he was supposed to be doing to get the life that he wanted, and he was still empty. And the important work on for both of us, but watching you face your own pain and just even being there for you in it and and seeing this strength kind of rise from the ashes in you. Again, I felt it. I felt it. And it started to open something in me that wasn't possible before. The other thing about this, doing this work to kind of embody a solid, authentic sense of dominance has been like, yes, it shows up in this relationship. It shows up in how connected we are and how much I feel you like really it goes beyond submission. It goes beyond the collar and the, and the kneeling and all of those things that we do and all of the, the sexual side of it. That's a lot of fun. Like, yeah, all that is there, but this is something that now I get to own for myself and I carry around with me and it shows up in how I show up in every single part of my life. It's not just something that I do in relationship to you. It's something that I am inside of me. And so it shows up in our business and it shows up in how I treat other people. It shows up in how I take care of the, the things that I own. It shows up in the way that like I commit to leave things better than I found them. And so, you know, if there's a shopping cart left in the middle of the parking lot, when I'm putting my shopping cart away, I pick it up and I take it back and I put it away too, instead of being like, man, not my responsibility. It shows up in every little part of my life and it's not, it comes from how I feel about myself. And that's another thing. Like if it, if, if a guy is trying to be dominant only in his relationship or like maybe it's a, it's a trick that he pulls out to like use this dominant energy, this forceful energy sometimes in his job or if he's using it to get what he wants by like acting strong, but he doesn't feel strong. There's one place that you can never fake it. And that's with a woman who loves you and knows you because she's going to see right, right through it. Yeah. And that's a very, very important point is just, I experience this probably just sounds silly to say it this way, but I experienced the dominance in you exuding in all areas of your life. And, you know, the contrast to that before is I remember what my experience was of you when you were in the soul crushing job. And it wasn't always that way, but it, it got there. Mm -hmm. And you would come home from work on a Friday night and be like, Let's go out on a date. And it just didn't even feel very exciting to be around you all the time. Ouch. True, but ouch. <laughs> Again, I didn't really know that, but looking back, I can say that now. Mm -hmm. There was still part of me that wanted to be with you because I loved you and you were my favorite person. <laughs> 
but at the same time, you were putting off some energy that wasn't sexy. Yep. And now, again, like I have, I have experienced these shifts in me that it's like, wow, like what, what is this and where is this coming from? Like, I feel that so often and so much more. And it's all in response to one, you asking me to be your submissive, which started the ball rolling, mm -hmm. but then two, all of the work that you did and I did. And like, I, I'm just incredibly thankful for the experience that we get to share in this relationship together. Thank you for owning it. Well, what you're talking about there is integrity. Yeah. You know, integrity has a lot of different, like it has threads that touch on every part of our life. And integrity in, in this way is really, it's not just following through in the things I say I'm going to do. It's being the man that I say that I am. Like, the, is the person who I claim to be actually in alignment with the way that I'm living my life? Mm, yeah. Like, am I inspiring your submission with the man that I am? Or am I trying to get it with the things that I do? Very different ways. And this is why... Like another thing that I teach in this course is like we have to live, a man has to live according to his own code. He has to have something that he stands for. He has to know what his values are. He has to understand who he is and then work to align his life with that. And that's like, that's a challenging process because it means you've got to reconsider everything. Yep. <laughs> because if, if I, if I say that I want to be a dominant man, if I want to be dominant in every respect and I'm feeling like I'm a victim of a part of my life, then not only am I not taking responsibility, I'm not taking care of myself and I'm not living in integrity to the man that I say that I want to be like, I'm completely fucked. All you can experience in that is a man who's playing the victim who's empty of, of any sort of energy, like dead inside, and who doesn't follow through on the things that he says he's going to do, and he isn't who he says that he wants to be. His word isn't good, his energy sucks, and he's a victim. And then if I show up and I'm like, I want you to kneel for me and make me feel dominant. No, you don't make me feel dominant. I make me feel dominant and that allows you to submit and to follow me. Hmm. Amen. And that's what I want for men. Like that's, I, so I made this whole course, right? You were sitting there at my feet while I recorded the whole entire thing. And I made this as a step-by-step -step process that men can go through to find their way through their own version of this to make it real for them. And I was done with it. Like I had it finished, completed, ready to go. And I decided, like, I care so much about this. I, 
we've seen so many broken people over the years that we've done this for a living. Broken couples, broken men, broken women, people who are just broken. And it always comes back at some level to the strength of the man that either did or did not hold up his end of the bargain. And so I decided once this was all done, not only was I going to make this course, like sell this course, but I'm going to go live for all the people who join this course every week. And I'm going to teach every single week as a part of this and not charge anything extra for it because that's in alignment with who I am. That's in alignment with my integrity. Like I'm not just, we don't do this business just to make money. We do it because we know that what we've gone through and what we like, I know what I've gone through and had to grow into to be able to be what I am for you and for you to be able to impact people and change people's lives just by being the woman that you are. All of it comes back to me being able to be strong enough to hold this whole damn thing together. And I want that for as many other people as I can inspire it in. And so that's why I decided at the last minute to include like giving my time every single week to the people who join this to go live and teach, answer a few questions and really help people make sure that they are doing this in a way that's going to make it work for them over the long term. One other thing that that brought up is the amount of pressure that men put on themselves. Hmm. Tell me more about that. You know, as I think as guys step into wanting to go deeper, we always want to make everything like fix everything now. <laughs> yes. Especially when we see where we haven't shown up, when we see like the damage that our weakness has maybe done in our lives or the how much our life is calling for us to step forward while we've been numbing out or or hiding or being defensive or whatever it might be wanting to fix it fast and put a ton of pressure on on ourselves to to get it right and to do it f like now so what advice do you have for that man who sees how his own lack of integrity, inner weakness has hurt his relationship or past relationships and how it's shown, like displayed in his life? Yeah, displayed in his finances, displayed in his body, all of those places. You've got to like, have patience and compassion for yourself. You know, it doesn't mean that you're not strong if you can't fix everything right away. It took you 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years to get to be where you are right now. You're not going to change it on a dime. You're very well programmed to continue doing things the same way. And if you don't make it real for yourself, you're going to revert back to those decades of programming. Yes. So one thing at a time. That's why I made this like a 
a 12-step process, a step-by-step -step thing in this course because men can know what to focus on. Instead of putting pressure on themselves and being overwhelmed by all of the shit that they suddenly see, instead they can start with something and put their attention and their focus there. And I built this in a way where these steps, like they build on top of each other. It starts with taking responsibility for your life. That is necessary for everything else. And then the second step builds on top of the first and the third builds on top of the second. And it, it helps a man build a life that has a new foundation, new programming to overwrite the old programming that you got so damn good at doing it a certain way. But putting pressure on yourself is only going to end up putting you back into that old programming because you're going to try to do everything at once and you're going to shut down or you're going to revert back to your whatever it is that you use to numb yourself out. Drinking, drugs, video games, scrolling on your phone, watching television, you know, the list goes on and on and on with the ways that men will numb ourselves. But that, like, that's just being overwhelmed. So, there are just so many men who are really good, good men who care so much and try so hard to do the right things. But they didn't learn a paradigm where they could be both kind and strong. And they didn't learn how to take care of themselves first and to like what it means to actually be strong. Like, there are no words for how good it feels to me to actually feel like I'm, like I'm worth something. Like I matter. It's, it's crushing to a man to try so hard and to end up feeling so empty. And that's just what, that's why this work matters so much to me. It's why I care so much. Because whatever it took for me to, whatever I had to go through to be where I am now was absolutely worth it. But it, like, it wasn't easy, but it was worth it. We've walked through some fires together, but we are both more of who we are because of them. Oh yeah, we burned some shit up, didn't we? <laughs> I like the way you said that, more of who we are. It's not just that we're better than we used to be. It's, it's ex you, that's exactly right. We are both more of who we are. And that's special. I'm really excited for this course to be released because I know how long you've worked on it. I've been there with you every step of the way. And I don't even remember how long that is, but we've anticipated this for a long time. And 
I feel like giddy and excited and just so happy every day because of who I am because of you. Like you've changed my life. And so like I I'm really excited for anyone who has the desire to purchase this course and do the work because I know your whole heart and soul was poured into this and I love your heart so much. So I am super excited for you to click <laughs> go, whatever, <laughs> and just have this available out there. I know it's going to impact the world. I know it. I believe it. I know it will too. And even this conversation, whether somebody buys the course or not, like anything that we can do that makes men better, mm. makes the whole world better. Mm. Say that again. Anything that makes men better, makes the whole world better because a strong, solid, loving, kind man who brings that energy into the world brings something solid to this world that feels so mushy and so weak and so soft and so ungrounded that like every man who can stand up and put some roots down underneath him and be solid enough that he doesn't break or fall over because he's solidified himself in that way. Like it's not just about what what he gets to be and it's not just about what his woman gets to experience from him it's the impact that we make on the on the whole world because other people feel that they see it like it's they experience the presence of a man who is solid in himself changes people just in experiencing him mm. And that's what matters to me. So whether someone buys this course or not is really secondary. I hope they do. I know a lot of people will, and I can't wait to see the success stories and the people's lives who do. But if this isn't it for you as a man, do something. Absolutely. Like, step onto the inside of your life, step into your own experience. Stop just trying to do it right and start figuring out how to be yourself. That's what I care about. That's what matters. That's what the world needs is strong men. And we don't get strong unless we heal our inner weakness. We don't get strong by just looking strong or acting strong. We get strong by actually becoming strong. It's be the change you want to see in the world. And the world is made up of people. And each one of us is one of them. And so the more each of us chooses to become more of who we are, that's the world changing right there. And that's what this is all about. So thank you for having this conversation with me. My and pleasure. Thank you to everyone who listened or tuned in and watched. 
Um, this course is available now, and we would be honored if you joined us in it. But also, please, men, step up in your lives. The world needs you. It needs you badly. And it's worth it to you and to everyone around you. So thank you for tuning in.